Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. What's going on, everybody? This is Xander Kirby, host of the Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. And we are excited today to have Mr. Jeff Alsup here from GPS Track It, a company that we work with, have a partnership with, and use on the day-to-day here at Trifecta Landscaping, my landscape company. If you guys aren't familiar with GPS Track It, um, Jeff is going to be the one, me and him are going to have this great conversation to get you to understand how important it is to have tracking in your business for not just one area of seeing where people are at, but efficiencies, probabilities, and making sure work is getting done effectively and efficiently. Jeff, is that a good synopsis to start here? How are you, brother? I'm doing great. I guess I don't, I don't, we don't need to do the interview. That was perfect. That was great. <laughs> well, great. I've, be- I've become very aware of GPS track it and learned a lot about it over the last three or four months or so. But um, first question is, Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself personally um, and how you got with GPS track it. And then we'll go into, um, you know, what the company's all about, why it's important, because I hope our listeners hear today from your mouth um, and from your team had just how important it is to track and understand data on this side of people's company. Um, I don't think it's, I think it's just now scratching the surface. Your, your data may see, tell me, you know, like we're seeing an increase in people signing up or, or seeing whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, there's another company called company cam that is, um, doing things in this realm on the picture side that is making mm-hmm. me see that people are starting to, in the service and trades industries, really, take this serious, taking serious the back end of their company and making sure they're, this is right. So yeah, tell us a little bit, Jeff, about yourself and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a solutions architect with GBS track it. Um, really all that means is I work directly with the seller selling teams um, to help them improve upon what they're doing as well as work cross-functionally with operations and our software development. Uh, so we can understand, you know, efficiencies within our own business and how we can improve there as well as kind of what we do next. How are we going to enhance our technology to make it more beneficial to our clients? Okay. So tell me a little bit about the birth of GPS track. Do you know, uh, can you tell me when it started and what was the birth story and um, how big is the team now? Yeah. So it got started roughly 20 years ago, back in 2002, uh, founded by our our previous owner, John Stoll. And then through some mergers and acquisitions over the last six, seven years, we've grown quite a bit. Um, We brought on InTouch GPS as well as TSO Mobile. I actually came from uh, our a big reseller of GPS track at a company called Fleet Tracks GPS. Mm-hmm. So over the last six years, we've, we've grown. Um, we're now up to roughly almost 200 employees. Wow. We've got roughly 8,000 plus clients, 100 plus thousand subscriptions on the road today. So, uh, so you know, through that M&A, through the improvements of te- our technology and onboarding of new clients, we continue to grow this business over the last six years since all that kind of got started. But, so, um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. 20 years in the industry is, is pretty wild. That so. is pretty wild. What's the main industry... Uh, I guess in the in the pizza chart, which which one's your leaning biggest client? Like, uh, is it trucking? Is it what? It, which one? No, it's you guys, man. It's it's the field services industry, field services trades industry. Um, this is that's really where it all really got started. Yeah. In the early days, you had a lot of the OTR stuff with some of the some of the first companies that came on board in the late '90s with this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But as it grew more commercially with companies like ours, a huge focus was field services and the trades. Um, we just saw a, a massive need and benefit. Yes, that we draw from you guys. 
Well, that, I mean, that's huge. So, you know, I was, a lot of people obviously know who listen to the show. Um, a lot won't, uh, Jeff, we've, we've had a lot of clips go viral who have no idea who, um, we are. So if people find this and, and not, I own a landscaping business that has, you know, around 20, 25 employees any given time. And we saw a huge need in trying to figure out, um, how our software, our software is not made to track. It's made to kind of ping, if if you will, right? It pings and kind of gives us an idea of where the guys are um, right. or the crews are. And so, I don't know, eight months ago, we, we saw a huge need in our business to really understand the data, efficiencies, um, you know, is our trucks being, is our, is, is our crews and our vehicles being used as best as humanly possible? Right. And if they're not, we need data to tell us why. We can't just guess all the time. And so that's when I found out about GPS Track It, probably beginning of this year, 2022. And thankfully, I'm able to work with you guys um, on a partnership level. And so I guess tell us a little bit about, you know, what's the key selling point? Like if right. if, 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 if someone's listening right now who owns or works in a, a home service trades business, why should they consider, um, it, from your guys' perspective, using um, GPS Track It? Well, I think you hit a nail on the head there. You, you don't know what you don't know, right? And yeah. so what we provide is just making sense of a lot of different data and simplifying that for you so you can run your business more effectively. And bottom line goal for us is, is kind of twofold, right? If we can create some return on investment through reducing operational costs, mm. creating some efficiencies, looking for some opportunities where um, we're not, not being, doing that great of a job, right? So if we can create this, this nice layer of return on investment, in addition to that, productivity productivity and efficiency angle of this if we're helping you increase revenues we're getting more jobs done per day we're we're more accurate per payroll and things like that then now if we're reducing your cost but increasing your revenue we've made you a way more profitable company yeah. and we've helped kind of help you guys embrace the idea of technology and how can that help us improve our business sure and in a, in a lot of cases we're kind of a piece of that puzzle there's so many systems out there when we think about technology and software that can really kind of change the dynamic of a, of a small business, medium business that are in the trades and in, in field services. That makes a lot of sense. One of the, the first things that I realized when I started using GPS track it a few months ago was the inefficiency on gas usage, meaning like, sure. um, for example, we had a, we had a situation yesterday where one, our, 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 our mechanic shop is 20 minutes away, for example. Well, we were already going to have to make a run there that afternoon but there was a miscommunication to where one of our guys dropped off a mower in the morning. And so we were like, wait, we just double dipped visited. And, sure. and you do that once every other day with as many crews. We have 10 trucks on the road every day. Yeah. Um, you do that a couple of times a week, three times a week. You're talking about spending six, $700 more in gas per month. Absolutely. And so that's, that's been the first area that I noticed. The other one being um, you guys have a couple of cool features that I kind of want you to talk about here in a moment. Um, and maybe I'll actually ask you about now. So one of the cool things about GPS track, it is idle and stop times. And can you kind of, now it's a little confusing, I think on paper, when you read like the report, explain to someone who, um, is in a landscape or a AC, um, repair, how important it is to understand your stop and idle times and what that looks like on GPS track it. Cause I think that's one of the cooler features in my opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's start with idle time. You mentioned, I think about return on investment, one of the fastest and easiest ways to do that is through fuel reduction. Stop using the fuel you shouldn't be using. So unproductive fuel usage. That could be, like you mentioned, 
double dipping on trips, mm-hmm. extended mileage that doesn't need to happen. But the number one thing is idle time. Um, I love doing simple math for people. Every hour of idle time is approximately a gallon of gas used. Now mm-hmm. we're dealing with, we got to see a little bit of relief on gas prices. They're starting to climb again. So let's call it a, a $4 average. So if we're doing an hour plus per day, that's 20 bucks per week. That's 80 bucks per month in wasted fuel. Now multiply that by 10 vehicles. It's $800 a month. Now multiply it by 12, Crazy. right? It gets exponential real quick. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're tracking that idle time. Idle time to us is the vehicle is stationary and left running. Now there can be a variety of reasons for that, right? Um, environmental reasons, right? It's hot or it's cold. We want to leave the heater on the truck. We want to leave the AC on the truck. We're going to finish up a job um, at, at a client's house. We're going to sit in the truck for five minutes and finish up our paperwork, right? Uh, and so that just continually adds up over time. And yeah. then you end up with this higher average and you start thinking about that math I just did. And that that hits your bottom line pretty hard, right? Right. So I think, yes, I, I think that's what I'm learning the most is if I have two to four areas of my company where I'm bleeding a little bit of money without knowing I'm dripping, so to speak. And I have $10,000 here in idle time. I have $8,000 here in cost repairs analysis that I'm not doing a good job of. You do that three or four times, you're talking about 35, 40 grand. And and for smaller companies, it could be three to five grand. But you talk about doing that over a decade period. Now you're talking about (laughs) half a million or $50,000, whatever the you know, percentages and the the scalability of that is. But I think that's the direction that we at my company trifecta, but just in the industries in general, in the home and uh, service trades, we, for so long, a lot of my dad and mom owned a repair shop for 38 years, car repair shop. For a long time, it was just do good work, do good quality, get mm-hmm. the checks and go home. And there wasn't really a lot of systems, processes, procedures thought about at all. Right. There's now because of companies like yourself, but companies like Jobber, um, companies you know in the in this industry of software services, there is so much more conversation and data to be had, and I can't imagine the multi slash billions of dollars that could be saved uh, with companies like yours. Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let's take that stop time example for you, and this is works perfectly for your industry and especially the trades, right? Mm-hmm. You guys. Being in lawn landscape, you do different types of services, right? Yeah. But knowing your business, you know approximately about how long each of those services should take. Yep. Right. So when we think about that idea of not only idle time and fuel waste, we think about stop time and productivity. So if a job you guys have metriced out that should take roughly an hour starts taking an hour and a half, that could potentially reduce the number of jobs you get done per day. Right. So when we think about efficiency and in, in the, the length of stops. Take that with an HVAC company or a plumbing company. They know about how long typically each job should take necessarily. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to monitor excessive stop times and, and streamline that a little bit better and making sure that our crews are staying on schedule, then we're going to get more done per day. And that just equals revenue. I mean, for whatever each lawn you get done, it's X amount of revenue. For a service-based or a trades company, um, pretty much all of them, if you show up to my house, it's a $50, $75 kind of evaluation fee, right? Yeah. So if I get one more of those done per week, that's up to, let's call it 200 bucks a month. Multiply that by your 10 trucks. Now you got a $2,000 increase in revenue right there right. just by being more efficient with potentially squeezing in that extra job or making sure we do complete our schedule for that day. So monitoring those those stop times are important, especially if you have an idea of what you might consider an extended stop. All right. I think I think the second one you said, making sure the schedule gets done, that's the biggest one for sure. most guys. <laughs> not necessarily fix, squeezing in one more, which is nice, but 
the worst thing to do is have one left over because then you start the next day. That's kind of the that's kind of the Achilles heel of the service and trades industry. Is right. it's a it's what we call the domino effect. Is Monday. I actually tell my team I have a little hourglass on my uh, desk, and uh-huh. I don't like the idea at times that the second Monday clock in starts, you have this schedule that you have to get done that week. And we all know that things are going to go wrong, but it, it, I hate the domino effect. That's that. Right. So it's nice that if you can be more efficient, your dominoes can maybe stop or slow down to allow you time to catch up before it gets to the end of the rope. So um, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Jeff, what's, you 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 said a hundred thousand trackers out there, hundred thousand subscriptions. Um, what's been one of your favorite testimonials? You know, do you have a large company, a small company that was about to go under, or they have no idea how much money they were wasting? And then, I mean, you, you tell me what it is, but I can imagine maybe you have a hundred million dollar company that signed up <laughs> and they go, "Wow, uh, we just wasted three million last year, and because of your GPS track it software, we've saved two point five million or something." Do you yeah, have anything cool yeah, like that? Yeah. I got a, I actually got a quick couple for you. So in, in my early days, we had a rather large client. One of the big base of operations was here in Texas. Um, over the course of the first year, um, I got them on board. I got them trained up. They started utilizing the system. And then uh, by the end of that first year, we get a, a phone call from their, their corporate office. And, and they want us to fly up to meet with them because they're not understanding how they saved over $2 million in fuel in wow. the first year. And wow. it's, it's things like that. Like, again, it's, you don't know what you don't know until you start implementing these tools to get to get data. And then us help make sense of that for you guys and put it in real and monetize that data for you as far as where your, your loss is and where your costs are coming from and how we can improve upon that. Um, that can make a, a huge difference. But one of my favorite stories is a company I signed up um, with us for about a decade and they started with 10 trucks. And this was early. This was early 2000s. So this is when people were just kind of starting to embrace this technology. It was more yeah. of a luxury than it is more commonplace today for the sure. most part, right? Yeah, before um, like 2010, 2011, it was kind of an add-on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, I'm talking, like, this was like 06, 06 07, or 07, right? Yeah. yeah. So these guys, they started with 10 trucks. And over the course of time, I grew that account up to 250 vehicles. Wow. Now it's a phenomenal company. And then they had a, an amazing growth plan. And I think we played a big part in that just due to a couple of different things, right? If if you implement a tool like this, we, we talk about reducing costs, we talk about increasing revenues through efficiencies. And so that helps your growth, right? Um, you're making more money, making more revenue. It gives your ability, your business the ability to expand. Um, and watching that thing go from 10 to 200 and then how they utilized it. Um, so they utilize our system, which a lot of companies do, is for payroll as well. Hmm. So that was their big thing. And it became uh, so integrated in their business that it's a situation where they can't live without it because that's how they straight up did payroll. And hmm. with the amount of information we give you, the example for them was their guys, the clock started when they arrived at their first job and they gave them 15 minutes after they left their last job. That was their payroll period, Right. So we have reports that show that exact information for them to run accurate payroll. And here's another return on investment key here is we typically can see up to about roughly an hour per per truck, per driver, per week in payroll savings just because we have accurate start and end time data, right? Yeah. If your work hour is going to correlate to um, to your payroll and to your vehicle usage, you've got a key metric there that we can leverage within the system for that Man, as well. So, that's 
really about seeing that growth, right? When, yeah. when you take a company from 10 to 250 and, and you play a role in that and it's a good feeling. The revenue they have, it's 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 a fun, fun thing to see for sure. That's awesome. So I guess the last question I have is what's the future of GPS track it? What's the future of the like? Do you see anything coming down the pipeline? If you if you're if someone's listening right now who's not using the service or is considering it, why do they almost absolutely have to? I don't like using the word like it's required almost, but how how come it's that essential in your in your viewpoint? Yes, let's think about the early days, right? The early days it was more of a luxury. It's kind of dots on a map, right? That's the iteration of it all. Is is where are my guys? Yes, obviously. One of the number one people reasons people buy a solution like this is it lets them know exactly where they are and where they've been, yeah. right? Um, but it's just grown so much the amount of feature sets and enhancements that we offer now from tracking behavior, um, tracking fuel consumption, tracking things like idle time, um, tracking things like efficient routing, dispatching more effectively, things like that. The system has just continued to improve, enhance, and grow over time with with better technologies, better ideas across our industry. Um, we, we live in a keeping up with the Joneses industry. Like one of our competitors will come out with a neat feature set and six months later, everybody's got it. Right. Yeah. Because we're, we're trying to keep up with, uh, with what's, what's trendy and also what is, uh, what's going to be beneficial to our client base. So we've seen this thing grow over time from dots on a map to now you've got fleet tracking, you've got asset tracking and in, in the trades world, a big green space that people don't think about is, hey, we do have trailers. Hey, we are running some Bobcats, some Skid Steers, some Mini Xs, stuff like that. From an inventory management loss prevention perspective, we might want to track that stuff too and create a more holistic eco- ecosystem around our business with, with better visibility across the board. Um, the, the big thing now, and it, it's been kind of growing over the past you know, two, three, four years, is the idea of, of video in vehicles mm. and dash cam solutions, right? Um, so it's, it takes into, uh, it does a lot of the work for you. Now we've got video evidence. We've got a preventative measure in place to make us a safer organization. Um, becomes kind of gamification in the vehicle where you don't want the camera to talk to you until you did something wrong, yeah. right? So um, it improves driver behavior and improves driver safety, gives them immediate feedback. Uh, and then also it gives the, the company the, the protection angle of that, right? So we think in terms of, like what do accidents cost businesses these days? Um, just a regular commercial accident can cost up to 200K if you get into litigation, right? Yeah. Talk about a fatality accident, you're sniffing two to three million. For a small business that has 25, 50 employees, you know, 10, 20, 30 trucks, $3 million lawsuit puts them out of business, right? right? So that's what we've really seen is just these larger kind of all-in-one solutions that cover kind of everything you have from a powered and non-powered asset standpoint, your fleet, and then kind of taking that next step into video telematics to really um, give yourself even more data to think about uh, from a safety perspective and a risk mitigation perspective. That's something I've been thinking about. We need, we don't have yet the camera aspect of what you guys do. And um, when you're reading those idle time and stop time reports, sometimes there's a gray area because you can't visually see, well, why are they stopped? Why are they yeah. idle? It'd be nice to be able to then go, well, let me turn the camera on and look at the video. Um, yeah. So that's something I've been thinking about adding as a feature for 23 um, was the video component of you of what you guys do. So, Jeff, I think we hit a lot of the key points. Do you have anything final you'd like to tell people about GPS tracking or maybe uh, um, you know anything you want them to know before we wrap up? 
Yeah, I think if you guys are thinking about GPS tracking, I think the thing that really sets us apart is um, you mentioned the word partner. You partner with us right now. And I think that's how we view. Um, we don't like calling them clients. We don't like calling them customers. We really feel like we're partners to them because we want to be part of uh, their business story, their business yeah. growth and, and their success as well. And we take that very seriously because if we didn't, why are we even doing this? Right. right? If we don't think our systems work and help companies and we don't get these awesome testimonials, then what are we doing this for? Right. Um, so I think it's important to, to understand who you're partnering with. And I think we do a great job of it. And it really is derived from, I think we've got a great solution. We're continuing to think about ideas of how we improve it to benefit you guys as a whole. But it's also the people you get to work with at GPS Track and, and, and the the culture we've created here that, that really thinks about each and every one of the people we do business with as a partner. And we want to be involved in that success as they grow with us. I love it. I love it, Jeff. Thank you so much. Jeff from Alsop from GPS Track It, guys, on this episode of the Down to Business Podcast. You guys can, we're going to put uh, notes in the show note links of where you can find out about GPS Track It, how you can connect with them, with us. Um, make sure you transform your business overnight and then as you implement GPS track into your company. Um, so again, Jeff, thank you for your time today so much, brother. We really appreciate it. We look forward uh, to hopefully getting a lot of inquiries and questions about the software. And guys, this is the Down to Business Podcast with Xander Kirby. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and keep on going out there and grinding. 